it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. The coneflower. You may know them as the purple echinacea in pollinator gardens, or the yellow and red Mexican hats in fields, or even the tall brown cones one can see high up in alpine areas this time of year. There are over nine kinds of coneflower, and they are one of the most widely used traditional plant medicines of the people, native, to what we now know as North America. Their medicinal properties are strong and include supporting the alleviation of symptoms such as toothaches, coughs, sore throats, snake bites, and they have even been used as painkillers. My mom gave me echinacea tincture at the first sign of a sore throat growing up. There is one particular property of the coneflower which you may or may not be familiar with. I was not until I asked a colleague of mine what he did over the weekend, and he sent me one of the cutest videos I'd ever seen. You see, the nectar of the coneflower is actually well known for getting bees drunk. Yep, that sleepy bumbling bumblebee you may have found napping or even slowly bumping around on that purple coneflower in your yard is basically schmammered. Nectar, as you may know, helps protect bees from harmful bacteria, and the nectar from coneflowers is particularly high in nutritive properties, including sugars, amino acids, and sodium. Flower nectar doesn't usually ferment. It's too high in sugar. But after a rain, that nectar can get exposed to yeasts, and when it does, they do their work fermenting sugars to produce ethanol. Coneflowers, with their many circles of nectar-producing stamens, end up with rows on rows of fermented drink. After a rain, I imagine they become a lot like a bar that has a lot of different taps, with their furry little customers buzzing around and trying each one of them. Like humans, bees are intoxicated by ethanol, the intoxicating substance in alcohol. Studies conducted on bees have shown that alcohol consumption has a similar effect on them as it does on us. Their blood ethanol levels show a spike as they become more and more drunk. They move much more slowly, and as they become more intoxicated, they become less mobile and tend to end up upside down. If they are mildly drunk, they may continue to fly. If they've had a little more than they should, they sprawl themselves out on the ground or on a plant nearby. Overly intoxicated bees often don't make it back to the hive, so if you see them napping their tiny little fluffy drunkenness away on a coneflower, well, you know what to do. Let them be. When that bee wakes up, it's going to have a nasty little hangover. Special thanks to Rudika Khan of Science ABCs for breaking down bee debauchery, or shall we say bee-dotchery. Until next time, don't drink and fly. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of the Learning Council, produced by Corey Stanton and written and narrated by me, Calla Rose Ostrander. To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.